0: Hey everybody, thanks for listening. This is the Drive-In Movies Podcast, brought to you by Gamer Discretion Advised. I'm Josh. Let's meet the crew going round. I am
1: Forrest. I am Mark. And, Forrest, what is your favorite franchise of all time? Well, in
2: the vein of slaughtering mass millions, it'd have to be Godzilla. He's big. He is big.
1: Where do we start?
2: Uh, At the feet. At
1: his feet. (laughs)
2: <laughs> see well according to this one here he has four toes he's not quite digitigrade but he could almost be there he has oh, i'm gonna stop there i got nothing thank you <laughs>
1: thank you let's <laughs> let's start in 1954
2: what a good year yeah. i disagree i think we should start in 1945
1: you want to was he was it before
2: 45 is where he started <clears throat> yeah that's when the nukes were dropped and all this happened oh okay that's yeah. what kicked him off august 8th 1945 we dropped a couple bombs on a couple places, and they're like, damn, that sucks. Let's make movies about it. But you couldn't make movies about it. So instead, they're like, how do we do this? Okay, we'll throw a giant monster in there, and we'll say that's a nuke. Right, right. Metaphorically. No, I feel you. Well, th- <clears throat> there's
0: scenes in the movie that is footage. Now, this is the original Godzilla we're talking about. The original. About. And that one came out in, what, 1954?
1: Yeah. 1954.
2: November 4th or 2nd or something.
0: There's footage after Godzilla's been through and he's wrecked the cities, and that is footage from after the bombs.
2: No, it is not. Oh, never mind then. I'll just shut up. I'll tell you what, though. If you looked at it, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. They messed up that set so bad. It totally looks like a bomb was dropped on it. And that was the point. Uh, The scene right after where he first attacks Tokyo, it's people in hospitals and worn down buildings just trying to take care of the people who've been crushed by buildings. You see children crying over their mothers. I love the first Godzilla because it's dark. I should preface, I am the biggest Godzilla nerd in all of southern Illinois. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it was originally called Gojira? Yes. In Japan.
2: Yeah, there's a couple different reasons that name may or may not have come about. Uh, one of the bigger theories is that there was a big hand behind the stage, you know, who working on the movie, named Gojira. Because he was big and strong like a gorilla and could swim fast like a whale. That's the composite. Gojira is Goriru and Kujira, which is where right. Mark and I were talking about that
3: during mm-hmm. lunch.
0: Yeah. Exact same thing. So we were yep. looking it up, getting ready for this. Yep. And then here you are like, bam, bam, bam.
2: I told you I don't need notes. I am the <laughs> notes.
1: <laughs> Brought to us by Toho Company yes. Limited. And they've had their hands in it, uh, well, basically ever since, except Mm for uh, we've had 1998 to 2000. There was TriStar Pictures. The best Godzilla movie.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And it's Gojira, you moron. Yeah. I hate that movie. I
3: hate it.
1: And then we had Legendary Pictures taking over from 2014 to the present. Yes. And they're calling it the MonsterVerse. I'm kind of okay with that. What... What is the monster verse? Uh, what do who classifies in that monster verse? Uh, whoever
2: America can license from Toho, basically. <laughs> <laughs> like we're like, okay, well we have King Kong, let's throw him at Godzilla, okay. So then they're like, mm. we need a sequel. Who else can we get? I know. Let's get the three biggest names in the entire Toho lineup: Rodan, Mothra, and Ghidorah. Okay. Well, they're all they're iconic. They are. Yeah, well, two of them are. I don't know about Rodan. I love Rodan personally, but I don't think a lot of people even knew he existed before this. I still think he's iconic. Well,
0: my argument is, back in Animaniacs, when they would do the, <laughs> yeah. the Wheel of Morality, turn, mm-hmm. turn, turn, tell us a lesson that we should learn. <laughs> and I think one of them was uh, I Would Not Could Not in Japan with Godzilla and or Animani- Rodan. Dan. Yeah, Rodan, yeah. It just wouldn't fit with Mothra, sorry.
1: Right. It doesn't rhyme. Nope. <laughs> but what era? What if you're going Godzilla? What era are you recommending here? Like, do we do all the all the many years of Toho, or or this legendary pictures, or TriStar pictures, who who's had their hands in it and made the most love with it? I should say. We're <laughs> we talking about making love
2: or holding it down and you know forcing it.
1: Uh, we'll go making love. I was gonna say
2: there's okay. th- there's 36 movies. They can't all be good. No, no, they're not. <laughs> they can't. I found out how big of a nerd I truly am because I can actually name them all off and the years they were made. That's kind of pathetic. I um, would say prove it, but... Godzilla 1954. All right, Go- that's enough. <laughs> all right, <We're> good. <laughs> no. So
1: 36 will include the 2020 release of Him versus right. Kong. Yes. So
2: 2020. It comes y- out in March.
1: Yeah, 2020. Um, and that also includes the animated films from Netflix as well.
2: Yeah, those are Toho made... They, they, they're not that good. They suck.
0: Are they real? They're, They're, they take a huge departure from the lore.
2: Yeah. Okay. A very
0: large departure.
2: I actually think this is a good time to get into the, the height scaling of Godzilla. Uh, the first Godzilla. Here we go. Here
0: we go again. The
1: mini, the mini height scales of Godzilla. (laughs) No, I'm going to skip about 30 (laughs) years worth. Okay. Okay.
2: So the first Godzilla was 50 meters or 165 feet tall. That is pretty goddamn big. I am such a nerd that sometimes I'll look at radio towers while I'm driving by them and be like, is that as tall as Godzilla? No, no it is not. <laughs> that go- Godzilla is actually taller. Um, so, yeah, it's 165 feet. And the newest incarnation, the Monsterverse, uh, he started at uh, 355 feet and went to 393 feet because America has to have the biggest dick. So, that is a bit of a jump the original Godzilla would come up to the new Godzilla's kneecap. Right. That's how goddamn big he has become. But reason I bring this up is in the animated movies, he is 300 meters tall. So he's 900 foot tall. 900 feet tall. Closer he, to a 1,000, I think. He's massive. Jeez, that's one big lizard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he's he's not a lizard in this one. He's a plant. He's a giant plant monster.
0: Yeah, something Wait. something about um, nature
2: coming for revenge or some shit. Which they had a thing for that. Its name is Biolanti, as you and I know because we mm-hmm. watched it the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that is unbelievably oversized. And I was reading in interviews after the movies came out. After the third one, the Planet Eater came out. Apparently, the writer for these movies doesn't even like Godzilla. Why the hell would you hire someone who doesn't like Godzilla to work on your biggest moneymaker? That doesn't make any sense. No. And all three movies bombed because they are boring. The characters are, for the most part, pretty terrible. There's like two or three that are likable. The storyline could have been really cool. Long story short, Godzilla shows up, starts terrorizing everybody after other monsters have already shown up, and godzilla is so unbeatable that we have to leave the entire planet just to escape him sci-fi yeah. stuff happens well we come don't back. forget some aliens show up yes I forgot and take about us that. away they're like oh we're here to save you yeah yeah it's like aliens come down one at a time to start trying to beat godzilla we're like oh we're gonna make a mecha godzilla nope it gets blown up okay well we're just gonna get you the hell out of here okay what are they called the exif and the Shido or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I can't remember all the
0: races, because there's there's a coalition of races. There's two yeah. of them. Yeah.
2: We'll call them the Klingons and the... Romulans. Romulans, why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, it turns out the Romulans worship Ghidorah, Godzilla's big golden arch nemesis, and although he looks stupid, acts stupid, and does nothing like Ghidorah, it's entertaining, I guess? Vaguely. Vaguely? I was disappointed. The first one wasn't too bad, because it was setting
0: up an, uh, its own little universe, its own little story, mm-hmm. and it was it was like eh, it's okay. But then by the sequel, the the departure is so great. I
2: prefer the sequel over the first one, honestly, because it introduces more elements of the sh- of the, the the movies. Nah, you get the Mothra people, you get Mechagodzilla, even though he's a city and it's stupid. Spoilers. Yeah, Mechagodzilla City. That that's the biggest. I guess
0: departure in that one. They made Godzilla out of nanotech. And when it
2: got destroyed... Yeah, something like the CPU was still active, even though it was... And it just decided to assimilate everything for miles. And became a giant armored fortress. And Godzilla goes up to it, and just... He wrecks it. Yeah, he does, like, some kind of... He goes burning Godzilla and just melts it. Yeah, pretty much. It's not a fight, it's a slaughter, and it's disappointing. And when he fights Ghidorah, he can't even fight Ghidorah, because Ghidorah can't be hurt, because he says so. Well, it's because so. it's like interdimensional,
0: exists between dimensions or something. Yeah,
2: it's, I, I'm telling you, just avoid it. Just avoid them. Even just in Japan, even in Japan where they were released theatrically, they bombed hard.
1: The Netflix movies they in were... Japan
2: they were released theatrically, and huh. they did. They were the poorest performing Godzilla movies of all time.
1: Well, I would say, you know, Toho and the Netflix, uh, they've grossed eight hundred and thirty-five million, three hundred twenty-eight thousand, seven hundred and sixteen dollars. That's just those. That's not counting what TriStar mm-hmm. and Legendary has made. So that's not a bad chunk for what you've got. Thirty-three movies released that way. That, Something like that. Yeah, thirty-three. Mo- well, thirty-two movies. Thirty-two. 32. Yeah, thirty-two. So eight hundred and thirty-five million dollars. That's that's a good chunk of change for you know, mm-hmm. for a, a franchise. Uh, but we're also totaling a box office gross of 1293000000 off of the new Legendary and even the TriStar movies. Yep. They've, they've grossed just that much off of those since America's had their hand in it. That's would, insane.
2: I'd very much like to know how much money this entire franchise has made. See, I think the reason we're doing this podcast, or at least the reason I wanted to move it ahead, is because... This is the longest-running film franchise in history. No other film series has thirty-five movies. That's insane. James Bond comes close,
1: but he's in the twenties, like twenty. He's like twenty-eight or something. Three or four. Is it that he, low? Yeah, because I remember Bond twenty-two coming out. But yeah, I mean, we're getting we're getting up there in, in the twenties with Bond. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, the did... last
0: Bond was Specter, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I never finished it. I got halfway through it and I got bored. I
1: never even watched it. Josh would win a fight James Bond or Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> the real question is is who would win a fight Bambi or Godzilla? Thank you for bringing that
2: up. I I told my girlfriend about that and she about slapped me. She did not want to know about it.
1: I remember watching USA up all night and it was a- it was kind of like a little segment that they would show like it would yep. go to commercial, and right before the movie, it would it would mm-hmm. have little Bambi hanging out in the field, eating, eating on the on the meadow, and all of a sudden, it... big giant foot, big Bam. Godzilla foot. Don't
0: forget that it had like a three minute buildup. Yeah, it was of, all of, credits. Yeah, music yeah. and credits. And you're just watching Bambi eat, and then out of nowhere, Big Giant Foot. A foot mm-hmm. yeah. And then it's credits
2: again.
1: The,
0: <laughs> i seen that because I think it came on Godzilla 1980. 1985, yes. Godzilla 1985. It I remember that. I remember renting that cassette from whatever video store, and that was at the beginning before the movie. Yes. Kind of like how all films back in the day used to have a small mm-hmm. animated film before the main picture, just for whatever reasons, I couldn't tell you. But I remember not being prepared for that and laughing my
2: ass off. What's funny is, I'm not sure. I was in my minimal research for this. Uh, I saw that that short actually made the top 50 greatest cartoons of all time. Really? Yes. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. That is. <laughs> because it's so me.
0: unexpected.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah. I could not tell you who did it, though, because Wikipedia did not tell me. But yes, if that is in the top 50 greatest films of all time.
1: I, Animated, I'm yeah. Happy. That's pretty funny. <laughs> i You've you know, we we're talking about Godzilla you know, how he looks now is completely, you know completely different. Revamp
3: it's America's correct.
2: thing to make a bigger, badder, cooler. Uh not a fucking iguana. Thank you. I kinda like that one, I'm not gonna lie, with Matthew Broderick. Well, that's the thing. It's <laughs> it's because it's called Godzilla that it's a problem. For you. Mm. It it's kill you in your sleep. It's
1: <laughs> for its time. You have to think. We were getting used to popcorn movies at that time. Big budget blockbuster Independence Day, Godzilla, mm-hmm. Men in Black. That's all those movies. Right? They were big. Are they? Do they have great stories? No. <laughs> are you
2: telling me Independence Day doesn't have the greatest story you've ever seen? I
0: know. It uh, made eight hundred million
2: dollars somehow. Damn
0: it. Um, maybe when I first seen it. But, you know, it's been almost 20 years, and
2: I've seen it so many times that I can... As long as the dog survived.
3: Yay! Boomer! Boomer.
2: <laughs> um, no, you want to know the story behind the first Godzilla movie? Too bad, I'm going to tell you anyway. So, the first American Godzilla movie was supposed to be made in, like, 1994 by the guy who directed Speed and Twister. And... He came up with this script where Godzilla was from Atlantis and he fights a monster called the Griffin. The Griffin and Godzilla were both designed by Stan Winston and they both looked great. Right. I love the designs. Godzilla has a duck face. That's a little weird, but I can get over it. So he fights this, this monster called the Griffin and he wanted 100 and I believe 20 or 130 million dollars for the movie. And they're like, "Well, to hell with you. We're not going to pay that much for a kids' movie." So which this is actually picking back piggybacking on top of another project from the 80s, which didn't get very far, so it's not worth mentioning, really. But they asked Roland Emmerich and Dean Devlin, the guys who made Independence Day and Stargate, they asked him two or three times, and each time they said no, because it's not something they would do, and finally they just said to hell with it and did it. You know how much m- movie cost? 130 to 150000000 million. Doesn't have another monster, doesn't look like Godzilla, has nothing to do with the franchise.
1: But it has Matthew Broderick in it.
2: Yeah, and what a fucking boon that was for the movie. Man, that movie's saved now.
1: It was. And <laughs> uh, was it Hank Azaria also in it as well? Yes, Half Mr. The Hank Simpsons. Azaria. Yes,
0: exactly. Himself. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it, it is not a great movie, I will say. And The story is very lacking. Mm-hmm. In fact, there should have been a sequel to it, especially after the ending, And we'll never know what happened after that. I guess there was an animated series. There was a series, yeah. Uh,
2: Yeah. I can tell you what happened after that. They went to Australia. They fought a giant bee called the Queen Bitch, and that's about it. That was the planned sequel. Really? It was going to happen.
1: Did Godzilla actually live, or was it going to be... It was going to be
2: the new one. It was was going to be the the baby. Yeah, the egg that hatched. It was going to cover Matthew Broderick in its amniotic fluid And it's going to be like, you're my mama, and then he's going to be a superhero from now on.
1: (laughs) Matthew Broderick was going to be the the mother of Godzilla, huh?
2: Yep. That should have happened. That would have been the greatest movie of all. I'm just kidding. Please, please stop. That actually did happen in the animated series. That's how it opens. And I believe that, but... Yeah. Oh, man. But no, I'd love to see him covered in sticky goo. Uh, Jean, Jean, redact that, please. <laughs> Jean, Jean
1: Reno was also in it, and I love Jean, anything that he's in. Yeah, it's, he's an amazing actor. He's the
2: only reason I'll watch the movie anymore, because I, I just love his performance in it.
1: Yeah, he does his John Wayne impersonation in that. And it's I, <laughs> I I still don't know why on earth that movie got made. As, as far If you look at all of the movies in the franchise, forward, backward, that is the one that sticks out like a sore thumb the most. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not as cheesy, but it's just...
2: It's just unnecessary,
1: right. honestly. It yeah, didn't...
2: It, it, it felt like they were trying to
0: reboot the franchise American style, but they just picked... I don't... I like that movie. I'm gonna be honest. I don't love it. There's things to like about it. I'm not right. saying
2: it's the worst
1: movie
0: ever.
2: I'm saying it's the worst Godzilla movie ever. <laughs> yeah. Okay, alright. I can accept that,
0: I guess. As a
1: movie, it's okay. As a Godzilla movie, right? Eh, we're <laughs> against it. <laughs>
2: Um, well, it's the same kind of popcorn entertainment as Independence Day. I could watch that movie for hours. I, I haven't seen it as many times as you guys, but I still love it.
1: It's one of those. Yeah, it's it's also one of those. It's just it's a fun movie to watch, but don't sit there and pick it apart and analyze it. It oh, is not a. a no. It's not a technical spectacle or anything like that. And in my opinion, that's the last uh,
2: Roland Emmerich movie that I could consider watchable. Because the day after tomorrow and 2012 and 10,000 BC were all dumpster fires.
1: Um, they're all the they're all in the same vein. I didn't see uh, 10,000 BC, but all of those movies were all in that same it, big catastrophe, mm-hmm. large numbers of people being lost, uh, yeah. impossible odds. Let's try to make it through it. I mean, all of those movies are that exact same. cookie cutter just different circumstances after
2: a point they kind of get unfriggin watchable because they start taking themselves seriously after godzilla and i think that's a mistake
1: (laughs) (laughs) i don't i I never took any of those movies seriously and i i don't see how anybody else can but you you do have those tried and true that really love that kind of stuff and Mm -hmm. they get into it a little bit too much most of my godzilla
0: viewing came from i grew up in florida and I believe the T V station was W W T U B or something like that. Channel forty four out of like Orlando. Mm-hmm. And on Saturday mornings, after Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Uh, they yep. would have
1: <laughs>
0: I like that grunt. That
1: was <laughs> oh, man. just Oh, is that what that was? That's 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 waves of emotion and mm-hmm. and uh, that feeling of I know where you're going. (laughs) Right. So after Elvira,
0: they would have Dr. Paul Bearer on the channel, and he would come out of a coffin. I mean, it would just cheese to the max. (laughs) But that's what I used to wake up for on Saturdays. That and WWF Superstars, because it came on, like, after all that. (laughs) I believe that. Me and Uncle Jeff would watch it all the time. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, so Dr. Paul Bearer would come out, and it was usually some, if it wasn't a Godzilla film it was a lot of times a cheap horror film, but 9 times out of 10 their movies were giant monster movies and that that would include things like Gamera it wouldn't necessarily be Godzilla Ooh. but th- that's where I saw most of my kaiju movies, mm-hmm. and that's where I saw most of my Godzilla films, because they would be on Dr. Paul bear's channel and I guess uh, when he was in his youth he actually used to work at a uh funeral home and he got in a car accident and it scarred his face up pretty bad hmm. and he's a big tall lurch looking dude
3: mm-hmm.
0: um but after that so we started doing the t once he got in his older years he started doing the t i don't know if it was his <laughs> idea or someone some tv guy was like dude you should have a show on saturday morning you know <laughs> i don't know i mean who cares he got the show i don't i don't All know right. but he did it. he did it. he did it for years like my whole youth he was doing that just like and your bob it yeah, yeah. And at the end of it, he would be crawling back into his uh, coffin. He'd be like, remember, I'll be lurking for you. <laughs> and he'd get back in his coffin. Dude, the memories, man. Just Ugh. so awesome. But that's where I saw all my Godzilla movies and my kaiju movies. It was either that or... Well, Sci-Fi Channel wasn't out yet. T-B- we- TBS
1: used right. to used to air them all the time. And I remember, I remember having lunch. They would come on around noon... And having lunch and eating and watching Godzilla. Oh, and yeah. just, I I loved that. I remember sitting and watching that a lot as a kid. I can't remember episodes or, you know, which movie or whatever mm-hmm. it was. But they would randomly play, you know, different ones. And I, I used to love it on that. And then also, uh, uh, Joe Bob. Joe Bob would show stuff like that. Joe Bob Briggs. Joe Bob yep. Briggs. Uh, we can't forget MST3K.
2: Right, we were going to get to that. Don't you worry?
0: Oh yeah. boy!
1: <laughs> but Joe Bob would show it, and I can't. Elvira was more horror. She did more horror. Yeah, for and so did. was yeah. uh, uh, up all night. Up all night would also show USA's up all night. Uh, they would show more horror, but every once in a while they would show something in the monster right. world like that. Mm-hmm. So, but fuck, oh, I missed Joe Bob Brick yeah, so much. Yeah, I miss him so
2: much too. He did a interview recently with the Angry Video Game Nerd, and it's actually
0: did he? pretty
1: cool. That's it is. Right. You told me to check yeah. that out. It's like definitely worth checking like out. Like a yeah. week
2: ago, and I forgot all about it. I
0: brain See, dumped
1: it. In the late nineties, early two thousands, he kept talking about coming back. He was going to mm-hmm. do another show, and and I, I kept following, hoping that he would finally announce something. But never, alas, still we don't have Joe Bob again. Probably couldn't get yeah,
0: funding
2: or. Yeah, secure rights. Well, they were probably to, sick of him because if if you ever watch his show, he likes to shit on the studios, including his own, own management, uh, how they mistreat these properties and shit like that. So they probably got a little sick of that. Well, although I think that's part of the appeal of him, honestly.
1: Well, that was kind of the that was kind of his charm was. He would say some stuff about movies that most of us didn't think of. He'd give you mm-hmm. the, the body counts or, you know, <laughs> two drunken teens, you know, <laughs> uh, indecent exposures, you know, total number of, <laughs> of stuff like that, you know, trucker yeah. hats, you know, he'd give you the count of <laughs> right, stuff like yeah, that. Right, dude, yeah. So, I mean, Joe Bob was just kind of a, you know, he was his own thing, because he went from, he did Monster Vision-
2: Yes, that's what it was. Monster Vision,
1: and then he would went to uh, drive in. He went and did the drive in with Billy Bob. Gotcha. So, or maybe I've got those backwards. He may have did one and then and then sw- switched to the other. But yeah, that was all Joe Bob. Damn it, Joe Bob, come back! I know. Please, <laughs> please, 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 please. But yeah, you were mentioning the MST three K stuff. Yes our giant lizard has had two episodes
2: so far on there surprisingly only two the giant turtle has had like four on their camera i'm i don't i'm not sure he's had several you watch it more than i do but yeah godzilla versus megalon which is actually the first godzilla movie i ever saw it's a steaming dumpster fire that's where he does the uh, infamous uh drop kick (laughs) is
3: that that's the (laughs) one that is the movie
2: jaguar holds him holds down megalon (laughs) the big cockroach with drill hands does it sound entertaining yet? And then Godzilla uh backs up, gets on his tail, and slides towards him and drop kicks him. And then says he's gonna do it again. And then he does it again, and it's fantastic. Dude, that's the one where they're like waving at each other, and he's like,
3: rawr, rawr. He's doing the <laughs>
2: short little waves, and Jet Jaguar's like shaking yep. his head, like, yeah, go for it, buddy. Yeah, and they have like a minute-long handshake at the end where Godzilla's just going, Eh, eh. <laughs> eh, eh. <I'm>
3: like,
2: <laughs> I really want to
0: embarrass you on the show with some of your childhood stories. Why should you do it when I could do it first? And <laughs> t-
3: <laughs> forced no. when he was a kid, he'd run <laughs> around in
0: underwear. And that was the only... Matter of fact, you were doing those noises before you could say Godzilla. I believe that. And we knew you were talking about God... I remember asking mom going, uh... What is he doing? What is... He's walking around the house going, and toot he used to come out of the bathroom with toilet paper.
2: I have a picture of it.
0: Out of his underwear, dragging it behind like a tail. And he'd walk <laughs> around like Godzilla. Nice. <laughs> so I'm
2: telling you right now, this man has loved Godzilla for a long ass time. I didn't learn how to spell Godzilla till I was seven either. <laughs> and it didn't occur to me until I actually had to spell it one time. There, there was
0: one time, um, back when I was on active duty, we had to do a thing called a sand table. And that's where they'll either use gravel or sand, and we'll draw a map out of where the mission's going to be. So we had to do a mission past—we had to do a convoy past Mount Rainier in Washington State. Okay. So they made up a big old pile of gravel to look at a mountain. And then they we put some roads in there just with a stick or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we, we did the mission and we did the sand table, the sand table briefing. <laughs> and everyone's like, all right, so we're going here and this is our route. We're going to, you know, just so everyone knows in their head, uh-huh. that's what it is. It's a visual representation so people can get on the same page. And they're like, all right, dismissed. And I immediately started walking up like Godzilla.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Keep in mind, like I'm a PFC. I'm like E3 rank. And there's like, at least a full bird colonel there. And he's looking at me like, what? And I'm walking up to this fucking mountain. And I'm like, and and I'm going, and I'm doing the fire breath. I'm going, and everyone around me is like, "Nerd!" everyone that knew me at that time looked back and then just left because they're like, oh, that's just a, that's just screw loose. Lewis. Don't worry about him.
1: Uh, That's just
0: screw loose being a fucking goofball.
1: But you think about that, though, like it's impacted both of your lives. I mean, it's it's he's not just big, you know, on the screen, but he's big in your hearts as well. And his heart grew
2: three sizes that day.
1: Yeah, (laughs) he's the Grinch of all of us. But I I think Godzilla is one of those things that even a little kid can recognize I, he, he's no Mickey Mouse or anything like that, but you still put Godzilla on the screen and kids gonna be mesmerized. I mean,
2: yeah, you put a dinosaur—it's a dinosaur with spikes that breathes fire. Right? How metal is that? Uh, I thought it was atomic cool. breath. I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> just if you want a good technical, no. Yeah. <laughs> but,
1: but yeah, he—he's just iconic. Old, new... I mean, you look at it and you can still... Like, even before I knew... Like, I've seen renderings and stuff like that of the, the new Godzilla.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Forrest brought his Godzillas here. I wish we could show you guys. That's but, not all of them, is it? Not even close.
0: But I'll take a picture and I'll put it up on the Facebook page. Okay.
1: So, he's got his newest Godzilla. And I'd seen the renderings and images of this. And knowing, just from the back, his back spikes... I knew exactly that it was going to be a Godzilla. Like, you, you, he has a very distinct, very characteristic approach. And as soon as you see anything that looks remotely like Mm -hmm. it's a silhouette. Yeah. That's all you need. That's all you need for Godzilla. I mean, I think he's just as iconic as, you know, even, you know, the silhouette of Darth Vader's helmet. Yes. I mean, he, it is that distinguishable.
2: And like a man in a cape, you know, Mm -hmm. it's Superman. Yeah. Or Batman. Let's not discriminate. You gotta I put said a man in a cape, not a man who's fucking crying over his dead parents. Not in a man in a cowl. Right. <laughs>
0: but
3: yeah, just yeah he just with a
2: scowl.
1: Just from a distance, you looking using know a trowel. It's always Godzilla. <laughs> Wearing a towel. Wearing a towel. <laughs>
2: Wearing a towel. <laughs> yes, it is Godzilla. So. Speaking of Batman and Godzilla, there was a planned movie in the 60s. I shit you not. Uh, Godzilla and Batman were gonna fight. And by fight, I mean Batman was gonna beat Godzilla by finding a female Godzilla on top of a volcano, luring the main Godzilla to the female Godzilla, and they were going to go off and live happily
1: ever after.
0: I, I shit you not. I would
2: have figured he would just use his Godzilla repellent
1: that he keeps in. <laughs> He'd need a big fucking can. Well, that's kind of funny, because then that would make Batman the matchmaker. <laughs> well, knowing his track
2: record with women, that's probably not the best thing.
0: Yeah, they all so, die on him.
2: Yeah, or just try to kill him. And then die. And then die.
1: He's uh, he's got his own song. The giant. I've never heard it. You've never heard Blue Oyster Cult. Of course, I've heard it, Mark. <laughs> Who's this Godzilla we're talking about again? <laughs> he's been influencing lots and lots. Not just you know, not just stuff that we we here in America have, mm-hmm. but he's been influencing across the globe.
2: Yeah, he's all over the world. Right. And and yes, uh. He's an international icon. He is. Yeah. He was in 2015. He was named the ambassador, the the uh, international ambassador to Japan. Nice. That's pretty awesome. Right.
1: What? How do you how do you pronounce it? Gamera? Gamera,
2: Yeah. Gamera, That did you was put also one M or two. Huh? Did you put one M or two? I can't see from here.
1: Single. Okay, um, you did good. Uh, he's from Japan as well. Yes. 1965. Mm-hmm. Giant
2: turtle, trying to rip off Godzilla. They send him to the moon in a rocket. To Mars in a rocket, I'm sorry.
1: We were trying to figure out, is he part of Toho? Is he part of their Monsterverse?
2: He was made by a rival company called Daie. And they were trying to appeal more to kids. That's why Gamera is the friend of all kids. Right. Okay. Um, I I would recommend at least one Gamera movie if you like crap. Because they are all... (laughs) absolute crap there are like three godzilla movies that are just complete crap all the gamma movies until the 90s
1: are crap Hmm. have they made another one since the 90s uh
2: yeah see there were three in the 90s they were really good they're better than 90 percent of the godzilla movies honestly really the gamma trilogy the Heisei trilogy yeah it's darker than most godzilla movies it deals with some dark subject matter and i love it Okay. A little bit goofy sometimes, but I love it. Is it Japanese? Yes. Okay. Uh, In 2005, on my birthday, matter of fact, there was a movie called Gamera the Brave, which features a younger Gamera fighting a bigger lizard that's clearly supposed to be a stand-in for Godzilla. They were supposed to release one in 2015. There was a proof-of-concept trailer that looked really good. I think they were a little too intimidated after Shin Godzilla came out and blew away all of the Japanese cinema. Like, won all the award. It won, like, two awards. But it won Best Picture in Japan mm-hmm. and grossed, I think, the second most money since uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong in 1962. That is... W- what is Shin Godzilla? Shin Godzilla is basically the first Japanese retelling of the first movie. They've never done it before, and in 2016 they said to hell with it, we're going to completely reboot it from the ground up. Okay. He's never showed up before. In all the other previous movies, Godzilla had at least shown up before, even if they were rebooting it. The 1954 movie always happened, but this time it did not. This is from scratch. So he's his own creation. He's a kind of weird beast because he he comes in forms, like he Dragon to, Ball Z. He, he has to evolve. Yes, he evolves. First time you see him, he's a tail coming out of the ocean. Then he's this frog thing that's puking blood all over the place. Oh, it's ridiculous it's, looking. Oh, it's terrible. And then he stands up to his third form and he roars for the first time like Godzilla. And then the next time you see him, he is just terrifying. He is huge, scary. Mm-hmm. He's muscular, exposed. Just, I love its design. That might be my third or second or third favorite Godzilla ever.
1: So does it, it rewrites Godzilla history in its Completely. own? Okay, so it's, It's not a continuation in any part. Not
2: one bit. So it'd be a reboot.
0: Yeah, are they
1: Are they talking about making a sequel to Shin Godzilla? Uh,
2: I don't think there were ever plans for it. Um, It was made by the creator, Evangelion, and if you watch it, you'll know. Right. For sure. Now, real quick, he was working on the rewrites
0: of Evangelion, and he took a break to do Shin Godzilla, correct? Yeah,
2: after the third Evangelion remake movie.
0: Yeah, they um shit, what they call them? Uh rebuilds. Yeah, Japanese rebuilds, call them rebuilds.
2: It. Uh after the three third rebuild, he he stopped to make Evangel- or to make Shin Godzilla with the creator of Attack on Titan as well. Um or at cool. least the director of the movies. I think right. he's the creator. I could be wrong. But yeah, so two of the best eyes for all of giant monster movies. Making one Godzilla movie. How could this fail? I'm not being sarcastic. It didn't fail. It right. Did, it did amazing. Um, I, I watched it with mm. you, and I was talking to Mark
0: about this during lunch today. Foreign movies. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, Mark said, things could be lost in translation. Yes. Or there could be a cultural aspect. Like, if you're not paying attention, they might hi- they might hide the shape of a... um Not a fig leaf, but like an orchid. Okay. And you might not see that in a design somewhere. So, to me, in my American eyes, it doesn't seem like anything real important. Mm -hmm. But cross-culturally, to them, it is...
1: Oh, yeah, this is symbolistic. Yeah, Right,
0: right. So, Shin Godzilla is a tad bit, for me, not off the rails, but there's a little bit of symbolism in that movie that I don't understand, I guess. That movie did something...
2: No other movie in, I think, ever has ever done as well. And that is, it is the first movie to ever explain Godzilla's motivations through music. There is a scene halfway through the movie where, for the first time, the whole Godzilla movie... Godzilla dances? Yes. Breakdances, no less. <laughs> it's it's to uh, this is your night from the Roxbury. They're breakdance fighting. <laughs> <laughs> the Hansel is so hot right now. But no. The military attacks Godzilla, they blow open his back spines, and blood goes everywhere. And for the first time, you see Godzilla use his atomic breath, and that is some scary shit. Yeah. Because it starts out as just a stream of fire that engulfs miles of this entire city, and then it focuses into a purple beam, which is based on uh, Prince Purple Rain. Oh Yeah. Because he died that year, and they're like, well, damn, we need to honor him somehow. Make his oh, beam purple. Okay. Really? Yeah, I didn't so, know that. That's interesting. So, Godzilla brought the purple rain. <laughs> That's Literally. Nice. Literally. And this beam cuts buildings to pieces yeah, to it bec- ribbons. It becomes like a laser. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. And if you're listening to the soundtrack, which you wouldn't be because it looks so fucking cool, but once I started listening to the soundtrack, it's talking about what Godzilla's thinking at this point. It's his first person view, you know, from his perspective. Basically, he's terrified. He's like, ouch, something fucking hurt me. Okay. You guys are killing me. I need to do something to stop you. Because up to this point, he has not attacked humanity at all. He's just walking from one end of Japan to the other. He just happens to be fucking up the city as he's making his way from A to B. Yeah, he's not actively attacking anything at all. People are shooting tank shells at him. They're doing everything. He's just defending himself. At this point, he's like, you guys have finally hurt me. I need to hurt you back just to You know, right, I got ya. So, I find that kind of breathtaking in a way. Because it takes a concept as silly as a giant fucking lizard stomping through a city, and it makes it dramatic, serious, metaphorical, and all around... dark. It is so fucking dark.
0: Yeah, there's, there's a lot we didn't discuss on that because we're not trying to spoil it for everybody. Yeah. If
2: they're going to watch it. Yeah, I, have, I do recommend it. If I'm going to recommend any of these movies, I recommend Shin Godzilla first, even over the new MonsterVerse stuff.
1: Does it... Does it... Would it change, though, your outlook of, say, you know, all of what Toho has made? Would it change... Would you be able to go back and watch the other Toho production films and still think the same of Godzilla... In, in that fashion. Because, you know, I mean, when you've got all those films, that builds a lot mm-hmm. on somebody, you know, and you you always have directors that take their own creativity and use their own message, per se. Yep. Um, but if you take and you start, you know, well, not necessarily saying the ending, but if you take and you take Shin Godzilla... And you watch it first. Do you think that it messes up any of the message, an over-arc, or any of the continuity of any of the other Godzilla movies?
2: I think that more than anything, it enhances it. Uh, It takes the message of the original Godzilla movie and cranks it up to 15. It goes no holds barred with its message. Okay. And I appreciate the hell out of that because, you know, through the 60s and 70s, it got a little diluted with the silly three-headed monsters and a giant cockroach with drill hands right um yeah i think shin godzilla is godzilla's message at its purest form
1: would you recommend it over the new monster verse that's going on now yes i've i really i really have liked this the last king of the monsters i did like it Mm -hmm. i have my issues with it it is still i think it's still really good
2: it is And it does not deserve any of the hate that it gets, or most of
1: it. No, I don't think it does either. I think you've also gotta remember too, anytime you make a movie, any movie for that matter, whether it be Godzilla or a Star Wars or anything like that, Mm -hmm. you are gonna have people that want to do their own creative thinking, but you have a fan base and you have shareholders Mm -hmm. that you have to pacify and trying to pacify three different you know three different segments three masters basically yeah yep. it it would be impossible like you know mm-hmm. you want to take your own creativity and your own you know your own striver push for the series but at the same time you still have to look at well did they hit did they hit x y and z mark the shareholders mm-hmm. want to know did, did did these three things get covered or these 15 things get covered like they're supposed to be covered and is it going to make a return on...
2: And a lot of times, those things, they contradict each other. Correct. Yes, especially when it comes to the fan base and the shareholders. They don't want the same thing most of the time. Correct. And that's how we get all these crap movies, you know. These, not just Godzilla movies, but any movie. Especially if it's based on a big franchise. Mm-hmm. That's how you get crap. There's a channel
0: I watch on YouTube called Good Bad Flicks. Yes. And I really like his show because before he even goes into the, real, the movie... He will talk a lot about about the Mm pre-production and the press packets and the interviews. And he'll discuss all that kind of stuff before he even starts talking about the movie. And a good example of kind of stuff like that that happens would be the the prequel to The Thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. And it was – sorry. The creators of that movie wanted to go back to practical effects. They wanted to recreate John Carpenter's The Thing from the 80s. They wanted to, to do their own story. They're like, well,
1: You're discussing the one that they remade in the 2000s? Right. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. No, that's
0: okay. And in that situation, they wanted to do practical effects. They wanted to tell their own story. And the company came in and said, yeah, sure, go ahead, do your thing. Yeah, they were all down for it. Do your thing. And then right near the end of production, they were like, nah, we want to go ahead and do CGI. Out of nowhere. It's like you guys had a deal. This was my vision. Our vision is to make Mm -hmm. this movie, and we want to do it the same way as the real ones did. Because you can watch John Carpenter's The Thing to this day, and it still looks fucking good. The puppeteer work, the special effects, it's all practical. There's no CGI, there's no computer. Lighting, you know, people underestimate gaffers. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, those guys, they're lighting (laughs) experts, you know? It's Mm -hmm. amazing what they can do. So my point was, that movie ended up being shit. Because of the effects. Yeah, the story's an, fine. Yeah, they had to rush it through, mm-hmm. and their see. I mean, some of the animation in it is just absolutely terrible. Because they didn't have time to they make it? They didn't have time to finish it. Because it's all last-minute stuff. So the producers behind it that said, Yeah, sure, let's do it one way, and then last-minute decide that, Oh, no, let's do it this way instead. They they shat on their own fucking product. Yep. It's like they can't think five minutes ahead of their... You know? hmm I don't know. They're, I'm sure we could discuss... That situation with a thousand movies, where producers come in, yes, they because they get the dailies. For people that don't know, every day they film, they do bits of it, and they send that to the producers and whoever's paying for it, so they can see the dailies. Here's what we did today. I could go on about that shit mm. all day. It just fucking people stepping on their own feet because they they think that they know they're out of touch. They don't they don't know what they have. Yeah, they don't know what they don't know doing. what they have, and they're completely out of touch of what the fan base wants. Yes.
1: Yep. You've you've also got to think, though, like no matter how much like you, I understand, like the production taking that turn and turning it CGI mm-hmm. like it, it was a, probably the the poorest call that that guy could make in that or board could make in that predicament. But the bad thing is, is it's all numbers to those people. Well, that's what They're, I'm saying. Movies in a lot of ways, like, you know, you can take something like Star Wars or Godzilla or anything that we love mm-hmm. you know that we've poured passion into that we looked at and and watch and live and you know we we brand our bodies with them we wear their clothes yep. we buy their memorabilia and you will have somebody who has figured out a numbers game and says this is the best the best way to return my money the best way for me to put my dollar in this machine mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get $2 back out of it. I'm going to get the maximum return. But they yep. for, they forget the human aspect of it. They do.
0: They completely don't put that into their equation. I'm just saying, that Thing movie, I would have been way more pleased with it.
1: I watched it. I, I, I didn't hate it. And it was Brie Larson that was in that, correct? No, it was Mary Elizabeth Quinston. Oh, yes. 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 I always get those two confused. They look very similar. they're both in Scott Pilgrim, that's why. Yep. Right. <laughs> and uh, But she actually was really good in that movie. Yeah, she was. She's... Well, all the, all the yeah.
2: characters were excellent. Yeah, right. That was top-notch acting in that film. The ending's a little goofy, but I think that was a producer decision, too. Change the ending. Don't show the real thing. Make it... Put this dude's face on it. Right. They were supposed to show the monster in his true form, and instead,
0: they were supposed to have something in, like, a stasis capsule. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then last minute, because of the effects budget, they are like, well, just make it look like an energy beam or something, and just cover it up.
1: <laughs> That's what they did. Man, that... Uh, you, you've got you, you've got the well, it was kind of, okay think about Godzilla mm. think about the the effects that they made for the TriStar movie the you know the 90s what was it 97? 98 98 excuse me the 98 movie he's running through buildings he you know doing all this stuff and you've got to think the reason maybe why this is just my hypothesis on this or not even hypothesis just my theory of it Maybe they put him in New York City because it was cheaper. If you put Godzilla, a big giant CGI movie Mm -hmm. character, and you've got to put him in an open plane or an open field all the time, then you are constantly filming something Mm -hmm. CGI. Where if you've got him in downtown New York City, he's going in and out of buildings, he's coming up and down through traffic or in the sewer and stuff like that. I see
2: where you're getting at. Well, for CGI, that probably would be cheaper. Mm-hmm. Uh if you it's something you don't really notice I don't think unless you're watching them in order but the Godzilla movies all start in cities and then they slowly work their way towards countrysides and right. open fields because there's no miniatures to build there's nothing to destroy it's cheaper that way Right. you can just have a big dude in a big rubber suit smashing through nothing you know a village Instead of this big city that you have to construct, and if something goes wrong, you have to reconstruct it. Right, well, I get that, and that's it's where you, that's
0: where you can get around it, like with Cloverfield, mm-hmm. where they keep the monster monster secluded.
2: Yeah, right. There's a big reveal at the end, but for the he, most part, he he's non-existent, or right? Not there. He's
0: around. Yeah. The, his effects on the environment are there mm-hmm. and real, but you never really see him. That, I do love that.
1: That's another one of those influenced by. Godzilla mm-hmm. that was our that was kind of America's take on you know not necessarily a giant lizard monster but you know the giant wreaking havoc through what the city what would happen if
2: something came out of a sea and we had we were not
0: prepared right. right we had no idea it was coming yeah
1: right
2: um, unless you're
0: John Goodman who worked at a secret government facility and had an idea something was coming It's it built a bunker
2: right it's aliens it's also Damn it, is that Mary Elizabeth Winstead too? Yep, (laughs) yep. And 10 Cloverfield Lane, yes it is. That poor, poor girl. I love 10 Cloverfield Lane. I know, starts dating Michael Sarah, and the next thing you know she's fighting the thing. Yep. (laughs) Uh, No, but that's one thing I will praise Godzilla 98 for is that it has a couple good, really good practical effects. There's one shot in the movie towards the very end that I actually love. I don't like the design, but I, I do love the shot. It's where they think they've won. They blew up the big nest, you know? They just walked out of madison square garden as heroes they just kicked some ass and then the music changes and then the ground starts rumbling and they turn around and godzilla tears through the ground yep. screaming because he's pissed love that yeah fucking love that <clears throat> i that was practical effects that was practical effects that was uh that was a huge miniature it's a one-sixth scale Okay. Can you imagine a sixth scale of Godzilla? Yeah, it's pretty big. I have a picture on my phone. Yeah, the head of it's like 30 feet long. Um. Yes, it's, it's a really cool practical shot. But here's the problem with Godzilla 98. There's one thing you can point to. The military's coming after Godzilla. What would Godzilla do? You have helicopters coming at him. What would he do? Any of the Godzillas, what would he do? Fuck Just everything up. Fuck them up. Yeah. What is does this Godzilla do? Runs. Runs. Oh shit, I'm being shot at. I need to get the fuck away. He's killed by missiles. Not another giant monster. Not some secret doomsday weapon that everybody's afraid to get out. It's a fucking missile that kills him.
0: Well, in my personal opinion, I've always felt Godzilla's a little bit too much on the invincible side. That's the
2: point, though. It's like Jason. You can't kill Jason. That's what makes him scary. Until the end of the movie. But they never really killed... Well, okay. the, the <laughs> Oh,
0: we're going to stab him in the head. That'll kill him for sure. Let's get him with an axe in this one, and then we'll drown him in this one.
1: Mm-hmm. We'll but, drown the killer that comes from the lake. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yep. I got it. We'll drown the fish monster. Just, I hate that stuff. Then we'll have a psychic bring him back to life. Yeah. Hey, that movie's fantastic. That was uh,
0: Seven, The New Blood, right? <laughs> Did yeah. you
1: guys see Reptilicus? We watched the MST3K yep. one Not like more than two a couple, weeks ago. Yeah, two yeah. weeks ago. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. I love that
0: movie. That movie itself
2: is funny enough. It is. Yes. Without the MST3K crew. You've yeah. never seen such bad puppetry in your life. <laughs> and such bad slime effects. I wonder if
1: Denmark <laughs> is proud of that film. That's Probably their, uh, not. That was their approach to Godzilla.
2: <laughs> <laughs> on the cans of Copenhagen tobacco. I hope they start putting Reptilicus on it. That would be hilarious.
1: That
0: would. It's really... If you look at Reptilicus from a certain perspective... It's pretty good flick. It's once you start to throw in the special effects. hmm And then the acting. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like some of those people reading off cue cards. <laughs> yeah, it is that <laughs> bad at points. That's what they're like. It's the, mon- it's the monster. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, They're not... It's just poor acting. It is. But the... I don't know. I like the idea of digging up a frozen monster tail
2: and then it growing back because it's so near invincible. Yeah. There was a scene in the movie where, where Reptilicus was supposed to fly. I would have loved to have seen
0: that. It had been absolute terror. It had been horror, not because of the monster, but because of the effects.
2: Like, people are, are leaving the theater in shock. Like, oh my god, I can't
0: believe it. People <laughs> it was, actually
1: made this? It was so terrible. <laughs> right. I won't sleep for weeks. <laughs> well, and, you know, talk, we've talked about... uh MST3K, like I, I think movies like this, movies like Reptilicus, uh, Gorgo was another movie MST3K did. Gorgo's not bad. Uh, all those movies, one. there's a reason why. I that, mean, that, there's a reason why MST3K <laughs> is watching them. Right. <laughs> I, they, they spoof and they hit. They hit on those movies so bad because. I mean, you know, even Godzilla has its flops too. A lot, <laughs> but you know, there's a lot to be said about an original. Like mm-hmm. when you take from, there's one thing when you influence something. There's another thing when you rip it off completely. Oh yeah, I, and you know, all of those giant lizard-based, mm-hmm. uh, either fire breath or destructive monsters. You know what? What? What we we've got? Gorgo was from the UK. Uh, yeah, the only Irish monster on this list. Yeah. Uh, young
2: Gary from
1: South Korea.
2: I'm, he I, gets high on gasoline. It's funny. Does he? He does. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He was trying to be a Gamma ripoff more than a Godzilla ripoff, but he's a giant <laughs> giant lizard with a big horn. And they're like, we know how to beat the monster. We'll take him to this gasoline refinery because he drinks gasoline. And he does. And he gets fucking high off of it. And he starts dancing. And then the kid in the movie starts dancing with him. And then the credits roll, and everyone <laughs> lived, and then everyone lived happily ever after. And they're like, Was, is this a happy ending or not? I can't tell. I wonder why
0: uh, MS-23K never got a hold of that one. They probably couldn't get the rights. They might have.
1: have this many ms three ks it, It's right, possible we may have missed
2: it. Young they... uh, Gary actually got a remake in 1999. The fuck? Called Reptilicus. <laughs> or Reptilian, sorry. Okay. Reptilian. It was on store shelves here in America, and I didn't realize that it was a remake of this. Reptilian is garbage. It makes the original Young Gary look like a uh, masterpiece. Okay. The design of Rep- of, of Young Gary's cool. He actually looks really badass, and he fights another monster that looks stupid. It's a crab thing. We're all fighting crabs at one point in our life. <laughs>
0: I'm
1: fighting <laughs> She gave people. me crabs. Uh, so
0: he goes after the monster, and someone hands him some shampoo
1: and a little comb. Right. <laughs> so uh, young that he came from South Korea. Yes. And North Korea's got Polgasari. Yeah, that's. Thank you, because I was going to butcher that. If yeah, I we say were going to both butcher. I thought <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to
2: even. Does he dance too? The, yeah. Does he get high off gasoline? No, Pulgasari is actually pretty good. Oh well, shit. Yeah, it was made by Kim Jong il. Really? Yes. He Are kidnapped you... his favorite South Korean director over the week or over, over a while and made he liked Godzilla so much he wanted his own. So he kidnapped a director from South Korea and said, You're gonna make my fucking movie and he gave him the guidelines, like, it can't it has to follow like this. It can't be anti Korean, it can't be Right, you know. So what's he do? He makes a movie about a giant monster that overthrows a tyrannical emperor <laughs> and then becomes a giant monster and becomes a, a an evil thing unto its own it's actually pretty good what happened to the director is he still alive <laughs> no one's heard from him i don't know but i honestly have no idea after that that's funny Pulgasari looks stupid though he looks like godzilla but with bull horns well you've seen gorgo Gorgo is goofy as hell but I actually
1: really like the movie he remo- he's he got the it's like a dog sitting on it's hind legs kinda it's got the paws that kinda hang down and he's got these webbed ears I mean it's mm-hmm. really goofy looking and he just he just <laughs> he's just he's very stiff limbed you know what's funny about that movie is I believe it's public domain
2: too I wouldn't doubt it uh, but yes Gorgo looks ridiculous what was the
0: one monster damn it king something he looks like a crazy ape he's got big ears king cesar king cesar what did i say you said king, king something yeah king cesar <laughs> king nothing he's freaking crazy looking
2: yeah he's based on a shisa a japanese dragon he comes out looking nothing like it and oh my god i i can't stand king cesar
0: i always liked his character i mean i think he's stupid as hell Like, design and everything. Okay, the movie builds everything.
2: He's in Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla in 1975. 74? Yeah, 74. And. Oh, yeah. The whole movie builds him up. We gotta get this statue, because it'll bring back our guardian (laughs) monster, and it'll destroy Godzilla, because they think Godzilla's destroying shit. We gotta bring him back, and he'll fuck Godzilla up. So they go through this whole movie, switching statues. Here's the real one, here's the fake one. Spies come in, spies leave. And. Finally put the thing on the thing and awaken the monster. Mechagodzilla beats the shit out of him, <laughs> and he does not a fucking ounce of
0: damage. And you know why, right? Because it's a Godzilla movie? Uh, because Mechagodzilla is made from... S- space, space, titanium. Titanium. Uh, space titanium! Fucking space titanium. Fucking space... That's exa- Now, see, that's my question. Was that lost in translation? Or is that what the Japanese fucking called it? So we
2: stayed true to the translation, or... I'm pretty sure... No, it, I think it was called Space Titanium, but my favorite line of the whole movie is, they get this big old ingot of it, and he's got it on his desk. The scientist does. And he's like, well, sir, what's that? Well, I believe it's Space Titanium. Space Titanium? You mean it's from space?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes. I fucking love that
0: movie. And Mechagodzilla's made from it.
1: <laughs> you were you, uh... Do you have a favorite character in in all of this, or is it just Godzilla? Itself? I mean, it, it should by this point it should be pretty pretty clear it's Godzilla. If I had a favorite other
2: monster, probably be Mothra. Yeah, let's go with Mothra. Mothra's a good choice. It's mm-hmm. a good choice. real basic bitch choice. It's good a job. very basic bitch choice. All right, <laughs> if I'm gonna be obscure, I'm gonna say Varen, the Unbelievable. Who exactly? He's in about a second and a half of destroy all monsters because they broke his suit.
0: Destroy All Monsters had
2: Angulus in it too, right? Uh, Yeah, it had a couple things in it, Josh. List them. Okay. Godzilla, King Ghidorah, Larva Mothra, Kamunga, the giant spider, Manda. Kamunga, yeah. Yeah. Baragon, Gorosaurus, Rodan, Baby Godzilla. Did I say Angelus already?
0: Maybe. I wasn't listening. (laughs) Baron. And I believe that's it. I completely forgot baby godzilla was in that one. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not cute. I don't know. Oh, I don't know what the appeal of that fucking thing is. That's a horror movie monster. People love it. As far as I understand. Not this people. No, definitely not me. But I remember I don't know if that's the one I've seen the most. I'm pretty sure the one I've seen the most times is probably Godzilla versus Megalon. You just love that drop kick. I love that drop kick. Does so Megalon and Giggan. Giggan, I always mispronounce his name. I know you they do. team up against Godzilla
2: and Jet, yes. Jet Jaguar. And I used to insist that it was called Godzilla vs. Gigant, not Godzilla vs. Megalon, because Gigant's the one who does shit. Megalon does jack shit in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Jet Jaguar was, is clearly a ripoff of Ultraman. Sorta. Toho wanted to design a new kid-friendly superhero, so they had school kids design him. Okay. And Jet Jaguar was the winner, but they decided he couldn't carry a movie by himself, so fuck it. Throw Godzilla in there. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> and then that's why him and
0: godzilla go buddy buddy they team yeah. up shake hands give each other a thumbs up
3: yeah <laughs> fucking. <laughs> i don't know why jagger
2: was such a thing but apparently he's a big thing he's in most of the godzilla games like he's the sore thumb of this franchise do you either
0: either of you remember that teaser commercial for an ultraman movie yeah the proof of concept for that that's all that was, was a proof of concept. Yes. So they never made a movie. It was just no. it was just that studio flexing their muscle, going, we could make this if we wanted to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked pretty good, too. I thought it was a real fucking movie at first. Mm-hmm.
1: It was kind of like that Power Rangers thing, but then right. they made the Power Rangers movie. I blocked yes. that movie out. I didn't that, see it. That is the first movie I've ever walked out of, and I waited
2: through the whole fucking movie, through the Krispy Kreme references, just so they could get their extra fucking money to finish it through the crap that they called fan service and I walked out when the Megazord starts dancing. That's in the the new
1: one? At the very end. Holy
2: shit. Yeah, it starts doing like a pelvic thrust kind of dance. And that's at the moment I'm like, Chelsea, get your shit, we're leaving. There was a minute and a half of the movie left and I left. Well. It's the fucking Megazord. I don't think that counts as in leaving...
1: Yeah, like, I made it 35 minutes into the film and I walked out.
2: Okay. I'm still going to count it because I didn't get to see the credits roll. So You didn't miss
0: anything. They pass a note to each other. and They're still in detention. They're all still in detention, I, I guess. Know, I
2: know that there's, like, a chair with a jacket on it that's supposed it's got to be a green, green.
0: It's got a green jacket and they're asking for Tommy Oliver. And the movie got canceled because the Megazord danced. Well. That's my headcanon anyway. And then of course everyone was wanting the new Tommy to be female, which I'm fine with. I'd have been fine with it. I've been fine with it. But that was that was one of the big things on the
2: on the intrawebs.
0: They should make Tommy female now when they can even out the male and female. Well, they
2: can't just do that. They have to do like they de- they're doing with the new James Bond. They have to make her black, female and lesbian. I don't know. I uh okay, they're they're cheating with James Bond cuz it's not James Bond. The new 007 is black female and lesbian. Well, that's fine, I guess. James Bond's gonna be a side character, cause he lost his rank. It doesn't bother me. It bother it- well, you're not a James Bond fan, fuck you. You, you
0: like whatever. Goldeneye. Dude, I've been watching James Bond since before you were born. Now, that doesn't mean I'm a true fan, but... I was <laughs> about to say, you like Goldeneye, name another one. I'll get back to you. <laughs> what was the one, um, the Russian airplane, and they had the little bomb that you could whistle? Be honest, I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. There was a there's a it. Russian general, and he has a fight on a cargo plane, and he falls out, and he's hanging on the cargo. They eventually get away. The plane crashes, and then he goes and fights the general in his office, and he has like civil war miniatures. Oh,
2: that's uh, the Living Daylights. L- okay, Timothy Dalton, the best yes. James Bond. Fighting yes.
0: Yes. Uh, License to Kill. License to Kill is fantastic. See, I grew up during the Timothy Dalton years. It just be- a lot of movies I've seen. Was growing up, they were on HBO, and if you remember HBO, they still do it, but HBO, Uh whenever they get a new movie, every other movie will be that movie. Yes. Over and over and over, so eventually, my Uncle Jeff, who will sit, who would sit and watch anything with me repeatedly, Mm -hmm. finally got sick of that movie. He's like, alright, turn it, I can't do this again, now, fuck this movie. With reasoning.
3: And that's funny <laughs> because
0: that's probably the one I've seen the most times. And it's the one I remember the least about.
2: Which one? Living Daylights or
0: Licensed? Living Daylights. No, I remember Licensed. There was a... Okay. One more thing that pisses me off in movies that drives me fucking crazy. Whenever the brake lines on a semi-truck get cut. Oh. <laughs> and they go, Oh, no. The I don't break? have any brakes.
1: Even though they should be not be able to move anyway. No.
0: no. The All semi-trucks... They have two diaphragms, two brake chambers, and one of them is to, air is applied to the chambers to release the brakes. That's a safety feature. So when the air supply... (laughs) No technician. (laughs) When the air supply is cut, there's a giant spring in there that applies the brakes manually. Mm -hmm. It's to make sure the fucking 80,000 pound vehicle with cargo can't go anywhere and kill somebody. Right. So there's at least 10 movies that where the line gets cut, and they're like, oh, I can't stop I can't the semi. Stop this it, semi. I want to turn them all off immediately. Right away, I want to turn the movies off.
1: You just want to tell them semi breaks work reverse. You don't get it, do
0: you? I, I get
2: the point. It's movie telling. But they're in like Mexico. Mexicans probably take shortcuts. I don't know. I don't, I'm don't. i not from Mexico. There was a
0: mini, oh, what do they call them? Not documentaries. Featurette. Oh, gotcha. For. License to kill. And when his semi-truck pulls a wheelie
3: <laughs> at the end.
0: Yeah. When he's going head-on for the guy and it pulls it, They had to build a custom semi-truck that was able to... It had a bendable frame or some shit. And it was pneumatic-powered. Wow. So it could bring the front wheels off. And it, there ain't no way you can get a fucking semi-truck to pull a wheelie. I, you have to have a powerful fucking engine on that, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's just little
1: things
2: like that that just fucking drive me crazy. Timothy Dalton's still the best James Bond.
0: Oh, no. My brick lines are cut.
1: Godzilla's always been the best Godzilla. He has been the best Godzilla, as a matter of fact.
0: (laughs) I deserve that. What's your favorite monster, Mark?
1: (sighs) It would probably be Godzilla, of course. Uh, Ghidra looks pretty wicked in this last one. Big bat wings and shit. Yeah, he was definitely pretty fucking wicked looking.
0: They did a good job of making him a monster. Yeah. He
1: looked pretty cool. My only problem is that he's kind of a
2: bitch. I mean, what what does he do? He flies around and makes a storm. And Godzilla beats him at like every opportunity. I love the three heads, how there's a hierarchy
0: between the heads. Mm-hmm. Like right. the one in the middle calls the shots, and the other two are just kind of stuck with him. They have names, too. <laughs> Did I ever tell you their names? No, what are they?
2: Their names are Itch, Ni, and San, which is one, two, and three in Japanese, one being the middle head, two being the aggressive head on the, the right and San being the goofy fucking head who just looks at shit. Yeah, he's always up and sniffing shit. And... Uh, his name, if he could choose his own name, according to the director, Michael Doherty, said it'd be Kevin. <laughs> so now there is fan art of Ghidra that says, Itch, Nee, Kevin. <laughs> nice. I love yes. the internet. I know, I, I know. I love it. It's a, it's a beautiful place sometimes.
0: <laughs> I... Watch out for Kevin. Kevin's attacking the city. <laughs>
1: They were tracking Ghidra in this last one mm-hmm. in King of the Monsters. And it was it was kind of silly just because it's like, he he's a storm. And it almost makes me wonder, you know, they had a way of tracking Godzilla and stuff like that as, as a body mass.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Why couldn't they track Ghidra through the storm? That was one of those questions. I was just like, he's still a mass. Because whether of reasons. St- because whether the storm was there or not, he's still a, ma- a mass. So, um, lightning,
0: electromagnetic hmm. interference.
1: Electric avenue. Well, I can he doesn't you, really
0: need to be tracked because he's a giant fucking storm anyway. So. I can tell you exactly why. Doppler. Because of the reverse <laughs> rotation of the Earth due to the magnetic pole switching, with cosmic
2: rays. Coming from the sun. So what you're saying is that because Godzilla kicked Il Shenron's negative energy (laughs) back at him. No,
0: no, stop, stop, stop. (laughs) I can't. The the longest line in Dragon Ball GT ever. And it's right at the very end. Oh, I can't stand it.
1: There's a lot of human element to the last, well, I mean, the last few. The Japanese, are they the same way? Do we actually have like a running storyline for the human part of Godzilla? Or is it just, this is the interaction that these people have and Godzilla fights these things? What what does Godzilla, throughout all the Godzilla movies, is there a a long arc narrative that also involves humans? Are you
2: saying, are there returning cast members? Yes. Not normally, no. Once in a while, but in the Toho movies, it's more like, they'll recast the same actors as different people. Like, okay, for example, I don't know his name, and I apologize for this, but there's an actor from the original Mothra, 1961, I think. And he was also in Godzilla vs. Mothra, but as a different character. But then, jump forward to 2003, where he's in Tokyo SOS, playing the same character he was in God, er, in the original Mothra. They do that a lot. They like to jump around. Okay. Okay there there's only like two or three connecting stories throughout the entire franchise and that's from 1954 to 1975 and then from 1985 to 1995 and Godzilla against Mechagodzilla and Tokyo SOS those are the only continuities so there are three continuities in the in the Toho timeline because everything else in the early noughties is pretty much standalone Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's cool to know. Yeah, but it gets real confusing when he has the same friggin' design for half these movies. Right.
1: The, si- the same giant rubber suit?
2: Yeah, like, okay, see this one here with the purple spikes? I mean yeah. need- well, we'll take a picture and put it on the page. But that is from Godzilla 2000. That is also from Godzilla vs. Megaguirus. He breathes orange fire unlike any other Godzilla. They are not the same Godzilla. His huh. neck looks
0: very similar to the one from, uh,
2: Tokyo SOS?
0: Yeah, Tokyo. And, yeah. uh, Godzilla
2: against Mechagodzilla. You're learning. Yeah, they're, they're the same suit, same actor, same exact thing, but two different continuities. Right, two different timelines. That bugs the hell out of me. And then the next movie switches gears and goes to a design that I don't really like, but everybody else does, because he has white eyes. Uh, it's from, get this... Godzilla, Mothra, and King Ghidorah, giant monsters all out attack. That's a hell of a mouthful. Yes, it is. The movie is non-stop. Is it crap? Oh, no, it's fantastic. Oh, okay. It's made by the same guy who made the Gamera trilogy I was saying was so good. Hmm. And he puts his dark eye for things into that movie. All right. Except Ghidorah's very small and I don't like it. Hmm. He's also a good guy.
0: A couple things we didn't cover we forgot or missed or whatever. Uh, Was it 96 or 98 that Godzilla was awarded the MTV Lifetime Achievement? 96. 96. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. I have it wrote down right here.
1: Yeah, 96 he was awarded the MTV Lifetime Achievement. And what was 2004? That was the 50th anniversary of Godzilla. Uh, His last movie, to be the last Godzilla
2: movie ever... For his 50th anniversary was called Final Wars basically a remake of Destroy All Monsters and they gave him a star on the Hollywood luck, Walk of Fame and I thought that was badass I remember seeing it on TV getting yeah. real excited that's pretty cool that is pretty cool because I don't have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame it's because you suck that's true and two uh, I forgot where I was going with that I'm sorry it's all your fault Josh just pause and then yeah. know, we'll edit Hollywood Walk of Fame oh and to Toho's credit um they did not make another Godzilla movie until Legendary started theirs in 2014
1: okay does that I thought that Netflix has got their they did but those movies
2: didn't come out until after Shin Godzilla uh, okay The uh, Plan- Monster Planet came out in 2017 okay and Planet Eater just came out pretty recently
1: gotcha I Godzilla is still one of those things that you know you will see in art form or you know artistry. People still make Godzilla a mm-hmm. very very vivid living thing. Uh, they had a Nike commercial for it back in the day <laughs> with a uh, overgrown Charles Barkley. Uh, Battling him, I believe that was in the '90s that that came out. Yeah,
2: it was. Did you know they made that Dark Horse made a comic issue out of that yeah. comic series? Uh,
1: Jeff Butler. Jeff, Jeff Butler. Butler did it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's crazy that they took <laughs> a commercial and made a comic book out of that. That's just insane. Well,
0: Dark Horse has always been known for kind they're of right a little on the goofy yeah, side. Yeah, they ride the fringe a bit.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, Dark
0: Horse, didn't they were the first ones to have that comic called Troopers, where it followed those two Stormtroopers through the uh, Star Wars saga. And they were always, like, right on the fringe. And sometimes... They're, shit, like, on a transport to the Death Star, right, and then it gets blown up. <laughs> right. Um, I think I could be mistaken, but, like, when Obi-Wan shuts down the tractor beam, mm-hmm. it's actually them on accident. Really? Yeah, I I could be wrong.
2: If that's true, I want to read that. I'm just saying
0: that's the kind of story it is, Uh where they're in the background. So in the movies, you never (laughs) see them, but comic book wise, they're always there. They're always fucking shit up on accident. That always works out for some whatever.
2: No, I like it though. That's cool. Then there's a
0: there's an internet series called Troopers, by College Humor.
2: Yeah, was it them? I think. Yeah, it's
0: College. Well, at first, it was a fan made film. Ah.
1: Troops is what Troops. it was called. Yeah. Yeah. Right, tr- yeah. Mocking cops. And I right, loved yeah. the
0: hell out of it. And then eventually College Humor come out and had troopers. It wasn't Darth Vader. It was uh, Lord Dread Because <laughs> Disney, by this point, yep. owned them. And you just, you gotta...
1: Troops, Troops was originally, like, it was kind of taking the stormtroopers and being like, look, like, you know, making it like cops right. is what it was. And there was the... Uncle Ben had got unruly with Aunt Beru and <laughs> that whole, it showed their demise of course. <laughs> and then it was showing like Jawas trying to do illegal trade and they're arresting Jawa. And then one <laughs> takes off and he's like, he's making a run for
2: it. Right. He blasts
1: a little Jawa
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right in the back. It's on VHS. That's how it old is. it is. Yeah. And you, you can tell the quality looks perfect though. It uh, matches oh, it's great pops, exactly. It's hilarious. Right. It, it's good stuff though.
0: Fan made stuff is always, mm-hmm. not always, but it's something I usually seek out. Mm -hmm. Because people take it to that next level,
1: so Godzilla comes back to us in 2020. Yes, he is going to make his uh, make his fight for Kong next. I was they kept referencing Kong in this last one, and you knew that that was to come. But do you think that we'll see another one? Here's here's what I understand:
0: that. that the newest one did not do as well as expected. But they had already done all the filming, and they were halfway through the effects for Versus Kong. And Pretty they're, much. They are just like, screw it. Just release it. We put this much money into it. Let's see what
2: it does. Well, and it's a little weird how this works out. I'm, I'm thinking it might have something to do with Avengers Infinity War, because it only came out a month later. Um, basically, Godzilla 2014 came out, made $500 million worldwide. Big smash hit. Kong Skull Island comes out, makes like 550 million dollars, bigger smash hit. This movie comes out, it has all the effects, non-stop monster action, kind of decent human characters for once, all the fan references you could ever want, 300 million, still good, but not amazing.
0: I see where you're going with that. Everyone went and they spent their money mm-hmm. on Avengers. Yeah, and they, they may went, they may have even went and seen it multiple times. Yeah, to get the to get the extra footage that came out. I see that happening a lot, where movies don't do very good because they just they choose poor opening weekends. Mm-hmm. I think some of that. I don't know for a fact, but I think some of that has to deal with contracts and legalities. Why they have to pick certain dates it's to release. It's Disney. Who knows what? I don't mean Disney. I mean oh. the movie oh, you industry just mean in general. Gotcha. Yeah, because you'll see it. Like, how many how many other movies have come out on the same weekend as an MCU movie uh-huh and you're like well and you see it was nice knowing you right <laughs> <laughs> you already you already know how that weekend's going to go for them yep and then you you wonder well maybe that was their goal maybe they're going for the rom-com group or whatever mm-hmm. But, but you know, people that are married, uh, odds are the husband's like, "Come on, babe, let's go watch Avengers," <laughs> you know, and or the girlfriend's like, "Why well, I want to watch uh, this movie? I want to watch the remake of the Notebook." And he's like, uh. <laughs>
2: "The remake of the Notebook." <laughs> I would see that just to light it on fire. <laughs>
1: the, the, the Notebook Two, we it gone digital. <laughs> notebook Two, The Quickening.
0: Yeah, it's on an iPad. The Notebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a cracked screen. That's the whole movie.
1: He's trying to <laughs> trying to get the screen repaired. I see, you know, when you take a big movie like Godzilla, and you put it up another against another movie, you know, like the Avengers or anything like that, there still is... You have that overflow. You will have those people that go see this, that will go see that, and vice versa. Um, but there should have been no reason that they didn't say, you know what, let's push Godzilla forward a week. Two weeks? A month? You know, something like that. You you see that all the time and you're like... Well, here's the, here's the big kicker. Godzilla,
2: King of the Monsters, was completed. It came out May 31st. It has been completed since November of 2018. Sitting on a shelf, waiting.
1: Right. It was and, supposed
2: to come out in March. It did not, because people were afraid that they would save their money to see Avengers. Avengers came out with more footage and extended it to run for another month right because they wanted to break that record they had no hope like Godzilla came out at the worst damn time well
1: hey think think about this too anytime you have something in the summertime that is also people's busy time Mm-hmm. it's like Star Wars now you know Star Wars originally you know those come out in May before now they're Christmas yep. movies right and that's because people are stuck in the house anyway. Disney's figured out, you know, for dollar on return, you want to put this movie out right at Christmas time. Holiday season. People are taking breaks. Mm-hmm. People are spending time with families. You get your cash bonuses
2: for Christmas. You get to, now you can put out toys and have the movie so close together. Just spend all your money on Star Wars. It'll be fine.
1: Right. It's it's like the video game thing, too. You know, video games do that, too. Yeah. Uh, we'll release closer to Christmas time, so we get a better return on investment. All about money. And I, I wish more movies like, you know, Godzilla would have done that. W- mm-hmm. Would have done that. But there is still that, you know, the summer blockbuster. That still exists. People still want to try to fill in that. It's less popular now, mm-hmm. uh, but you still see that. Uh, even seeing the new Top Gun trailer made me think, you know.
2: Forgot that was a thing.
1: Yeah, the Top Gun Maverick made me think. Shit, we may we may start feeling like old blockbuster movies again. Coming back to the right, uh, it's and and I really miss those times. I miss you know those big tentpole movies, those big exciting. Summer Bought Busters. That weren't
2: all Marvel movies,
1: because now it's
2: only Marvel movies. Right, MCU's pretty dominated. Well,
0: like when Independence Day came out, I remember Mm -hmm. driving to Mount Vernon, and and it was packed. Right. We got there, and it was so crowded that I'm almost pretty sure I stood, because I felt crowded with all the people in the theater. And that theater in Mount Vernon, I don't care what movie it is, it's not packed. No, I mean, even for Star Wars... I would say 80% of the seats were full. But this was, when did Independence Day come out in 96? Yeah. Yep. So back in, it was packed. Packed to the brim. I know people that live in more metropolitan areas. Mm-hmm. They're used to it. They're used to going to see a movie three weeks after, and it'd still be pretty full.
1: But. well, And that doesn't even happen anymore. Three weeks into a movie now, and you're you're already looking at home. Right. Home release. Yep. DVD, video, and... Vidya. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're you're already looking at... Voodoo's already got uh, most of the movies that aren't coming out till Christmas on pre-order already.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, King of the Monsters. I remember I was getting pissed because I kept going to Walmart, but they're like... They have the two-pack. Oh, get Godzilla 2014, but get King of the Monsters on Voodoo. I'm like, I don't want it on Voodoo, I want right, it on Blu-ray. I it on, right, I want it on disc. Fucking a month later, finally comes out on
1: Blu-ray.
0: right. I don't have near the movies that Mark does on Voodoo. Uh, I uh, believe that. What was your total last? Do you remember?
1: Uh, A lot. <laughs> I'm over 1100 Damn.
3: Yeah. Shit.
2: I have like 30 <laughs> uh, I have Lethal
0: Weapon. I love Lethal Weapon. I do, too. And most of them that I have is because I bought the Blu-ray at Walmart, and it comes with yeah exactly the voodoo well I tried to give you the voodoo for king of the
2: monsters and you're like I don't give a shit did you
0: I'm I must have been in a funk you were for a while well this whole last week I was just shut down nothing it didn't seem like anything was important
1: (laughs) yeah it doesn't I'm really
0: hungry I should eat whatever let's go to bed (laughs) right
1: I uh. I kind of see 1167 is where I am on my voodoo and that's nothing how yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) that is a lot of fucking movies let's start watching them right now alphabetical order let's go okay
1: um we uh godzilla 2020 is the next release do you think that we're gonna see the sequel the actual sequel to king of the monsters or the uh the the little teaser at the very end of king of the monsters do you think that'll ever come to fruition
2: I actually really hope so. I do want to see the monsterverse expand. I don't like it as much as a lot of other Godzilla nerds seem to. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's a little too Americanized, but I do see what they're going for and I do too blockbuster-y. Kinda. What they do is they take elements and they recycle them for different characters. That'd be like saying like I ain't gonna get into it. But basically they're doing things they're giving some monsters the characteristics of other monsters. Even when those other monsters are still in the movie. That drives me insane. And well, they're
0: just, like we've talked about before on Game discretion Advised, they're, mm-hmm. they're switching up the lore.
2: Basically, yeah. To
0: make their own, they're, they're making a stew mm-hmm. of whatever they want.
2: And I don't mind reusing things, but I would at least appreciate it if you kept the damn characters. But, it, it's not like it doesn't make sense in the context of the story. It does, it's just, it's a nitpick. Do we want to discuss that? What happened? The after credit scene?
1: Um, I don't think we, it's very, okay, spoiler alert. If you've not seen the end of King of the Monsters, Godzilla wins, (laughs) shut this podcast off now and go watch it. I do recommend it highly. Yes, it is a really good movie. So take it away for us. What happens at the end of King of the Monsters? I don't know. I didn't stay for the credits. You didn't see at the very, very end of the movie. The after credits. I don't recall it anyway. Oh, I thought, I thought maybe the full credits hadn't rolled yet. But at the end of it, do you remember the bad guy f- at the end of the movie? Oh,
2: yeah. Charles Dance. Never mind. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Give us give us the spoiler on this. Oh,
2: Jesus. That could go a number of different ways, okay? Well, i am tell you <laughs> what I'm hoping it goes, but go ahead. You're hoping they were going to make Jet Jaguar out of the remains
0: of King Ghidorah? Close. I want Mecha King Ghidorah. That's that, what I
2: want. That's the big popular theory is he's going to become Mecha King Ghidorah or they're going to remake King Ghidorah because he can regenerate and all that shit.
0: And they better make him out of space titanium. He has to be alien first, Josh.
2: <laughs> he is. Ghidorah is alien. They can't, They can't... <laughs> You know, I'm gonna, I am sound like a fucking idiot saying that, and I should punch myself for that.
1: Yeah, because yeah. they, they did say he came from a different world, didn't they?
0: Especially when he regenerated mm-hmm. ahead within seconds. They're like, uh, nothing not on Earth can do that shit.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> Only an anime. Um, uh, that was the other thing like it doesn't actually specify what part of King Ghidorah what part is the regenerative factor is it mm-hmm. the body? If he could he lose all three heads and still sprout new
2: it's one of those things like uh, tapeworms I think you cut them in half and it grows two brand new tapeworms right. so if you cut off a head we'll, now that you mention it when Godzilla tears off the head of Kevin... <laughs> I still like calling him that. When he tears off Kevin's head, it doesn't grow back.
1: I thought it did. I thought that Kevin- he- the- Oh, no, no, no. in the final battle.
2: No, no, no. no. I mean the other... Because he tears it off, and then it regenerates. What happened to the half that Godzilla tore off?
1: That's what's in the... That they show that.
2: Okay. It got thrown in the ocean, and they fished it yeah, up. Yeah, on okay. the island that I they thought were at. it was just... See... Th- Wow, so they're going to have a retarded King Ghidorah on their
1: hands. That'll be hilarious. <laughs> Oops, <sorry.
3: laughs>
1: but, um... <laughs> <laughs> um... But, no, I thought
2: that it was the other head. The uh, knee, the aggressive See, one that, that got washed up.
0: Okay, I get what you're saying, at I don't remember. I don't that, remember... That's the thing.
2: I saw when it came out on Blu-ray, and I don't remember all that much about it i'm not really interested in this one that much uh, i want to see the monster goes but this particular entry i recommend it but it's just not for me you know right
0: okay so i'm gonna move on back to uh godzilla vs. kong in 2020 the the kong skull island he was still an adolescent correct yes So, he's not even a full height. So, I'm assuming by the time we get to King Kong versus Godzilla, he will have grown substantially.
2: They have posters out of it already. Oh, shit. And Kong is pretty fucking big.
0: I'm happy with that.
2: I would imagine he would come up to Godzilla's chest, maybe. Because they had to have Godzilla grow another 40 feet. I don't know why. America's
1: got to have the biggest dick, you know. But... Yeah, so, but, but but what you were saying though just sounds like Japan took the dick back because it was, he was way bigger in that he was a thousand feet tall and in Shin God. well, yeah, in,
2: in that he was he was definitely up there. In Shin Godzilla, he was already ten and a half meters taller than Godzilla twenty fourteen. So it's just, Right, they just want to keep going bigger? It's stupid. There's no point.
0: for I it. would be happy if someone would just scale him down just a bit. I agree. I think 300's a
2: pretty reasonable number for him.
1: So, son of Godzilla? Baby Godzilla? What was, what, was the, uh, what was the little Godzilla called, the one that talked? Oh, Jesus. I was hoping not to bring that fucking movie up, thank you.
2: <laughs> it's a movie called Godzilla's Revenge. It's garbage. Don't watch it. <laughs> that is... That is down there with uh, with Godzilla '98 in the F tier for Godzilla movies. <laughs> the F tier. <laughs> Great. Now we have to do a Godzilla tier list. We have to. I'll now. get started. Okay. No. <laughs> um, okay. Long story short, just to keep anybody from watching that, a kid starts hallucinating about Godzilla on Monster Island, and he befriends Godzilla's son. It's stupid. He overcomes some bullies and some robbers at the end. Don't watch it. It's crap. I don't know. Sounds like a pretty amazing, amazing I, piece of film. And to then me. there's Gabra who just bullies the kid or bullies Baby Godzilla relentlessly. It's just a big blue wart-looking motherfucker, and he's got, you know, blue warts all over him. Looks like Godzilla has no tail, and he shocks the kid. Whoop de fucking do! It's ninety percent stock footage. It's 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 a collection <laughs> of Godzilla's best fights without context. <laughs> They took, they took all the deleted scenes and cut film from the past. <laughs> we can rebuild it. We have the technology. We can,
1: but should we? But we're not, we're not going to spend a lot of money on it. We're not going to spend a lot of money.
2: That's how you get a trash can for a leg. <laughs> That's okay. They made it better with Godzilla versus Hedora. Do you remember that one? Hedra, Hedora. You don't remember Godzilla fighting a giant strip monster? No. Really? I used to watch that movie on repeat. Oh, my God. Go watch Godzilla vs. Hedra. I really like Biolante. Biolante is Biollante's one of the best final,
0: monsters. final form is cool with all the teeth and the, Big, the gator-like kind of head. Yeah. You said it took like 12 puppeteers to move yeah, that? Yeah, that
2: thing is huge. It's gigantic. You had a puppeteer for each individual head and then someone inside the suit and then people, you know, someone to open the mouth, someone to... Right. That's a lot of damn people
1: working on one
2: monster. Gamera, so, Gamera did something similar with a monster called Iris, but
1: anyway, what? So you've you've recommended Shin, Shin Godzilla. Yes, that's the 2016 hands down. Japanese release. Is there any other? If you're going to recommend Godzilla to anybody, how many wh- am I limited? You start. You make your what? What? Where do you start? Uh,
2: if you want, it depends on what you want out of Godzilla. If you want an entertaining blockbuster. King of the Monsters, for sure. It doesn't get more entertaining blockbuster than that. If you want a serious, dark, reflective movie, Shin Godzilla. Because it does not get darker than that. Or the original. Those two, hands down, because they are equally grim and almost hard to watch with how dark they are.
1: So, but... Is there any... Like, if if you've got a... best-of fight, which... Which Godzilla movie are we looking at? Best fight. Who gives Godzilla the the best run for his money? <sighs> uh, Biollante, because
2: she pierces the hell out of Godzilla, puts vein or puts vines through his skin and shit. She even covers him, him up. In like acid. And shit. Yeah, yeah, spits acidic sap on him, or maybe Destroya because Destroya kills Godzilla's son in front of him and just proceeds to wreck Godzilla all around. (laughs) He has like a laser horn out of his katana and it just cuts through Godzilla. Yeah, Mm. it's pretty cool. Um, And the Mechagodzilla's, of course. Mechagodzilla's the first monster to make Godzilla bleed and it's gratuitous and hilarious at the same time. (laughs) Seriously, he gets blood sprinklers pouring out of his neck like a... uh, Kung Pao, is that what it's called? Yeah. 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 It was like, yeah. Fucking vein burst out of his neck. Yeah, it looks like that. Exactly like that. Wow. So, yes, Mecha Godzilla, any incarnation, really. Biolante and Destroya give Godzilla the most run. bang for his buck.
1: Well, any closing thoughts on the king of the monsters?
2: He's awesome. He's going to win 2020. Yep. Vote, vote Godzilla. Vote Godzilla. <laughs> 2020.
0: I don't think it's going to happen.
2: I think it's going to be a tie. Because I, th- I think a third monster is going to come in. That's what the big popular theory is with Ghidorah. Hopefully, I'm hoping to kind of make Destroy with him. Do something different for fucking once. I don't want to see another fucking Ghidorah. We've seen Ghidorah. Make something new out of Ghidorah. Uh, well, no. Michael Mecha Doherty. Ghidorah. Not Michael Doherty. Who is it? I can't remember. The director of. Godzilla vs. Kong said, there will be a definitive winner. Oh, okay. Really? But there will probably be other monsters in the movie, too. So,
1: I'm kind of shocked that they would actually say that, especially since the Monsterverse is Legendary Pictures and Warner Brothers and Universal has the rights to Kong.
2: That's a big clusterfuck unto itself, but no, they have the rights to this Kong. They couldn't explicitly remake King Kong So they said it in Vietnam, and the Vietnam era, and had a whole different story. So this is his own individual thing. He's not called King Kong, if you notice. Right. Okay. It was Kong, Skull Island. So he is his own thing, essentially.
1: So King Kong and Kong, but it's on Skull Island. That's the thing, though. You know, Kong's always been Mm -hmm. on Skull Island. So...
2: Somehow, it seems like they they found their way around it.
1: Just the loophole, huh? And
2: it's funny about that. Universal holds the American rights to the original Godzilla vs. King Kong, too. Really? They were the distributors of it. Godzilla,
1: you know, it's always going to be one of those movies, like, I could sit down on a Saturday afternoon, and and even the cheesiest of cheese, mm -hmm. you can still sit down and watch a Godzilla movie and still either laugh or enjoy what you There's see. There's an appeal to the cheese there of, is
2: of the Godzilla films. Gamera's cheesy, but sometimes it's too hard to watch. Right. Godzilla, I think they're all watchable except that, for That's why except for Godzilla's Revenge, don't watch it.
0: That's why I would I always go down to my 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 boy right there and that's versus Megalon because <laughs> you got the two on two fight. It's cheesy as hell, but it's so ridiculous. Yep. It's imagine four giant monsters tag-team wrestling that's exactly what it is <laughs> and they're like jumping off the ropes and they're doing finishing moves <laughs> you know I'm surprised there's not a referee coming in for a three-count and Godzilla <laughs> burns him
2: alive I don't know um, I also recommend highly Godzilla versus Hedra watch the fucking movie and watch it high while you're at it because <laughs> that movie is all about the drugs and all about the tripping out scenes it is weird You've never seen a, a movie this weird. That's all I have to say.
1: Noted.
0: Uh, Force and I the other day we watched Godzilla vs. Biollante, and then we watched, or before we watched that one, we watched Godzilla against Mecha Godzilla. Yes, I had not seen that one yet. Really? No, I had never seen that one. What
2: were your thoughts on it? Because you know I That's love what I was movie say, Death.
0: I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. I liked how the continuity only stuck with the previous movies. It only the it stuck with the 1954. Yep. And then Godzilla versus Mothra? No, just Mothra. Okay, just Mothra. Just Mothra. Oh, because Mothra Mothra's first appearance was solo, correct? Yes.
2: As was Rodan's. Okay. It also showed footage of War of the Gargantuas, which I hope gets a remake or a, a monsterverse treatment. That would be cool. So
0: anyway, and that also since that one Would people call that one Mechagodzilla 3, even
2: though in its own story it's... In the games it's called Mechagodzilla 3, sometimes, sometimes it's called Kiryu, which is its actual name. Right. Which is a mixture of two
0: kanji, like robot and dragon.
2: Yeah, it's like mechanical dragon or something. All
0: right. Kiryu. Yes. K-I-R-Y-U.
2: Yeah, Ryu, R-Y-U, is dragon, I know, for sure. K-I-R-Y-U. Obviously stands for Killer Instinct. <laughs> Idol's a son of a bitch. I have to bring him up every episode. Who would in to fight, Godzilla or Idol? Probably Godzilla. But I tell you what... Godzilla ain't got those combos.
0: I tell you what, though. Godzilla's foot would be killing him. <laughs> when he was done. Because I'd all be beating the shit out of them big toes. <laughs> the only
2: person that could hurt his feet. So, anyway, no. I really enjoyed that movie. And as usual... Uh, I might make you watch to Tokyo S.O.S. soon. Because that... Follows up on the Mothra thread. That movie has the one of the best fight scenes ever. I'll check it out then. It it doesn't really damage Godzilla all that much,
1: but it's definitely a badass fight. All right, gentlemen. Closing thoughts on the giant lizard. Do uh, you do you think that uh, do you think we'll see anything from? Toho yes
2: after 2020 Toho in the contract has rights to start back up their own franchise and they have uh, I don't know if this is still the case but I remember before King of the Monsters came out they were talking about they're planning on releasing a solo movie for each individual monster that's cool so Godzilla solo movie Mothra, Rodan, probably even a King Ghidorah solo movie I would like to see that I would even go for, like, an Origins of King Ghidorah. Exactly.
3: <clears throat>
2: Hopefully he wrecks Venus or Mars or whatever the hell planet he was wrecking from Kedra the three-headed monster. Q.
1: It's always been one of those franchises that, you know, as a child and even growing up, you know, will always be recognizable, indistinguished. You know, I mean, nobody cannot look and see what, who Godzilla is and... and mm-hmm. It'll always be something that, you know, future generations should be able to look back and think fondly of. I I, I think even my own daughter, who I don't believe I've ever sat down and watched anything Godzilla-related, can still look at him and tell you, that's Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's an icon. Yeah.
2: He is. If you draw a dinosaur with spikes, you know it's Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. That, that's how, that's how right. simple and symbolic his yep. design is. Yep. Uh, okay, so I have a question for you guys. What is your favorite Godzilla design since he has gone through thirty different
1: iterations? Hmm. I like how he, the new Godzilla, the way he looks. That's a pretty popular opinion. People love the new design. I I like just how he's just aggressive looking, very aggressive looking. Now. He's got a big snapping turtle thing to him. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. it has got that
2: snapping turtle skin and the toes and his He's snouts. got, well, he has a monster feel to him. Not he does. Just,
0: not just dinosaur feel. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, monster kind of feel to him. Um, I like him, and I hate to say it, but the one with Matthew Broderick. I like that Godzilla.
2: I disown you. Get the fuck That's out of my That's fine. House.
0: It's fine. I've always liked that one. Well, someone has to. That's fine. That I mean, I know that movie's crap. And it's not really crap. It's just, once again, it's such a departure from the lore.
2: Oh. Oh, you were my boyfriend eight years ago. I'm glad we get to hook up again, even though I never told you anything. I'm going to steal your shit and ruin your entire career just to boost my own. <laughs> I hope we can still be friends. And also... And they still get together. And also Hank Azario was there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that movie's crap. Don't oh, let anybody oh, fool Oh, yeah, you. and Godzilla was there, too. Don't forget yeah, I liked that design. I thought it was, because Godzilla has always seemed, to an extent, to me like a guy in a giant rubber suit. Mm-hmm. At least this one was kind of based off an iguana. It kind of moved like an animal. It leaned more forward like a T Rex. I always liked it.
1: Made a good cup holder from Taco Bell. It yes, did. Yes, it
0: did. It made a great commercial too. Didn't you have a little?
1: Your lizard, lizard, lizard. <laughs> what
0: was it? It was a skyscraper. With that version of Godzilla I still have it. If it had batteries, I think
2: it roars, too. Yeah, when the Godzilla movie came out in 98. Yes. When it came out in 98, there were, there were, like, (laughs) tiers of Godzilla toys. The one I had was called Tornado Godzilla, and he was small and thin, and he was whatever. But my neighbor had uh, Thunder Godzilla, and that's the one I wanted. He was, like, twice as big, and if you pushed his spikes, he roared... And I finally got it, and I dropped it in the bathtub.
1: Noise. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. I think this is going to wrap it?
2: Yeah.
0: I'm happy with this one. Wrap it and tap it. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. San Diego. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. This has been
1: uh, your Friendly Neighborhood movie
0: podcast. Yep. Look
1: for more in the future. You can throw us emails at podcast at GamerDA.com. Uh, we are on Facebook, uh, Gamer Discretion Advised. We are going to try to make this segment, the movie, the movie podcast, its own thing eventually. But for now, you can still reach us at Gamer Discretion Advised. We are on the Twitter, GamerDA1. And soon, probably, we'll kick off a movie portion of it. But for now, it's still all under the gamer DA tag. Uh, and you can find us on Anchor. We are the Drive uh, hyphen In. Look for that on Anchor, or you can look up uh, Drive In Movies on Anchor as well and listen to us. We will soon be posting to iTunes, Spotify. All the normal stuff, so keep watching for it and we'll be there. Peace out,
2: gentlemen. I like Godzilla. Now you know how pathetic I am. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks.